naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Alright everybody, welcome to the show. Iggy here. Just wanted to invite you here to Iggy Garcia Live. <clears throat> we are um, getting ready to gear up for our live show here. It's been, uh, we'll try to do at least one once a month a show. That way I can kind of stay in the loop with everybody. So our show, um, like we start every show, we're going to light a candle. Okay, light a candle, give thanks to our ancestors, those who come before us, those who have trailblazed the path, those who believed in free will, or those who believed in preordination from God. Okay, so moving along here. Thank you, ancestors, for holding that space for us. We also want to light a little bit of sage here to get ourselves ready here. I'm going to open up the chat room here real quick just to see who's talking. Very good. Here we go. So this is uh, Yerba Santa, which is a combination of Yerba Santa, herb, Saint Herb, and white sage mixed together. Kind of to set the tone a little bit. Just giving the energy. Clearing the space. Thank you, great spirit. Thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thank you for all you do for us. Those who are in alignment with that kind of energy. That kind of belief. So. I want to take a minute just for everybody to gather themselves a little bit. I'm going to draw a card here real quick. I'm going to pull a card. So we're going to do a little bit of topic today, which is going to be called our show is going to be about free will versus preordained. So if you're interested in those kind of topics, this is going to probably could get a little bit crazy, can kind of get a little bit heated and can kind of cross the lines of um, religion and belief and different things. But sometimes we got to ask those tough questions. You know, sometimes as human beings, we have to say, I'm really curious and I really need to know and I really need to know if if my life if I do have free will or if it's preordained by a greater spirit this topic's on probably a little bit more of a religious overtone just because you know kind of has that feel for it you know talking about a great spirit a great entity something that created everything so it could be kind of one of those things that can kind of be you're either going to like it or you're not. Or you're going to be totally turned off. Or you're going to be totally excited to share. And I really hope that everybody participates and shares. And gets their ideas here. And I'll get some readings here towards the end of the show as well. So today our card is the moose. The moose. <clears throat> the moose is uh, know what is best for you. Authority. The moose is authoritative. 
The moose is the moose is a West Story animal, a very strong, very powerful creature. When it sets its mind to do something, it does it, and it stays there. A lot of us right now are in a position of changing careers, changing lives, changing paths, changing different things about who we are, how we feel about ourselves, how other people have come and gone in our lives. Right now, right now, it's just a it's a moment of flux, a moment of change. But you know what? I want to tell you something. Every day is a moment of flux. Every day is a moment of change. Every day and every year and every month, there's a new moon and there's a full moon. So sometimes we get caught in these little stories. You know, these stories of, well, you know, the full moon, it's the super moon today. You know, the super moon is just going to make some things, make some things greater. Yes and no. Yes and no, because for some people, they really buy into that energy and that energetic feeling in that pool. And I'm not here to poo-foo it now, okay? Because I believe in this stuff. But I also question this stuff. I question the stuff that we do because, you know, who makes it up? Where's it come from? Somebody had to pull it together. Someone had to organize it. Somebody had to structure this idea and these things. Our ancestors were smart. They had things to do. They had things on their minds and they had plenty of time. They didn't have Netflix they didn't have YouTube and things like that to preoccupy their time. And there were some very smart, intelligent people in the process who were actually doing what they needed to do to fix this. Now, I'm not discounting that the full moon affects you or doesn't affect you or you turn into a werewolf or whatever. You know, that's fine. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But either way, what I'm here to talk about is just, you know, for, for all of us, and it's a really deep question. Because I, I wonder sometimes, do we have free will? Who truly has free will? Does the atheist have free will? Does the Christian have free will? Does the Muslims have free will? Do the Hindus have free will? Does the person who is agnostic have free will? Who truly has free will? And then the next question is, is our lives preordained? By, if you believe in a higher source... And something that created something. For example, God, for example. Are our lives preordained? Or do we have free will? Or do we have both? Or do they kind of commingle and mix? So I thought it'd be kind of interesting. Of course, most of you know what the answer is. The definition is. But I'm going to read the definition of free will. Okay. Uh, here we go. The ability or agents to make choices free from certain kinds of external constraints okay so it means outside sources trying to influence us in our thoughts or whatever okay so that's free will so let's go what the word and the definition of preordain is preordain to appoint decree or ordain ordain in advance uh forden okay so basically somebody else has already made plans for you and how you're going to live and and how you're going to move <clears throat> and how things are going to move in whatever direction you're going to move to now in anything that we work in and anything that we're involved in and anything that we are uh connected to the one thing to understand is to understand that there are some things that weren't just connected to and some things we're not connected to some people connect to religion some people are not connected to religion but who makes the decisions of this connection? Where does this ideology, where does this belief of free will come from? It's a biblical thing, probably. 
but have we always had free will regardless? Did free will always, was it always part of us? Was it something that always we always carried? In preordination, you know, when the preordained version of our life, when, when, when we see that God puts upon us the construct that your life is going to be this way. So if you're going to fail, if you're going to succeed, God knows, right? So God has the answer. And when we look at that and we look at it that way, we're going, well, is that preordained? Do we have a preordained life? Has my life already been chosen for me? Has my life already been kind of put on on a, on a path or journey because I've chose to believe in this way? Because when does free will actually, when is free will actually free will? I mean, because free will is one of those things that's very, there's a fine line with free will. I mean, we can't just go off and do whatever we want, right? In the concept of free will. But truthfully, honestly, it should be that way. If we wanted to go down the street and, and we wanted to walk across a busy highway and take our chances and not get hit by a car, that's free will, right? Now, the question is, you walk across that street, you get hit by a car. Is that your destiny? Was that your destiny to get run over because you made a poor choice in your free will decision? Do they go hand in hand? <clears throat> you know, it's kind of funny when we think about this. Preordained life. If the, cre if the creation or the manifestation of creator has made everything and knows every outcome that can possibly happen, then that means that we probably don't really have free will in the capacity of the way we think we have free will. Now, I do know two things. Well, I've just put up four fingers. I do know two things is we were born. And the next thing is we live and then we die. And, you know, in our in the in-between, and I've shared this these thoughts, in the in-between is all this open space, right? All this space right here. All this, all this stuff right here. All the testing grounds, all the experiences, all the things that we're going to go through. All the things that we're going to create and manifest in our lives. God knows when you're going to die, right? If you believe in the biblical God. So creator knows when you're going to perish. So there is a predestined ordination in that capacity. How we experience things in the middle. Is it truly ours to experience? Is it truly just a countless, um, countless, countless possibilities that can play out? That are already preordained in pre, like almost like, like pre-recorded, you know, like almost already picked out for us it doesn't matter which one we pick because none of them would be wrong none of them would be out of how to character none of them would be like off the path off the beaten you know decision and then we make a decision that we're going to make our lives go like this or go like that and god knows that our lives are going to go like this and go like that so at what point does our free will kick in where we actually get to make decisions for ourselves it's kind of like when i asked you know i was in school i asked you know hey you know i'm curious why we have so many different you know religions 
that are uh, uh, versions of Christianity, for example. I said religions, but <laughs> versions of Christianity. If it's just one true word of God, is it is it is it our interpretation that interprets that? And we go, okay, we're interpreting it the way we want to interpret it. So why is it that the other church, you know, are they wrong? You know, it's kind of funny when you think about it. <clears throat> if it's it's the one true voice, the one true, you know, spoken word, written word of God, then we should have one solid, powerful religion of expression with multiple versions of it, right? But here's what I, I find real funny. For example, I was raised Catholic. And we, you know, we usually take communion every day that we go to mass, you know, and we're worthy of taking communion. And then my, my wife was raised Protestant, <clears throat> you know, she was a Presbyterian. And so they're, they take communion once a month, but they drink, they drink grape juice. And so we drink wine, but we all eat the unleavened bread. So I find it very fascinating, very interesting how people will interpret and how people will distinguish what, you know, is being read and, and you know, they're being read and translated or whatever was translated in these, in these books, these, these holy books. So I find it fascinating, you know, so I find it interesting. It's like, why we can't even get along. We can't even agree that the word of God is the word of God. Because our word of God is the true word of God. Our word of God is the true word of God. No, God's the true word of God. You know, so it's kind of like, and God's like, you know, I just want you guys to be happy. Now, I have a lot of problems with God. When I was growing up as a kid. Because I watched God be, be very destructive in his creation, with his creation. You know, I, I was one of those kids who asked questions, you know, okay, if God made Adam and Eve and he took a rib from Adam and made Eve, isn't that really Adam? Isn't that really the DNA structure? You know, isn't that? And so I find it like, and you know, because the nuns looked at me like I was crazy, but it makes sense to me now. You know, I'm thinking, okay. And so, and they had, they had their son, Cain, Cain and Abel. And then I'm like, where did everybody else come from? Where did everybody else appear from? How did that, how did everybody else just show up? And so, you know, the book of, uh, I think it's the book of Enoch, if I'm not mistaken. It gets really poo-fooed because, you know, because it's, there's, their timelines are off for a lot of people in that book. You know, the hidden, the Death Free Scrolls and all these different things, their timelines are kind of off. But, you know, you ask questions like that. So where did all the other people come from? You know, where did they come from? It's a good question, isn't it? I mean, I know it's in the Bible and it says, well, this land is... So we have to create the assumption <coughs> that God also created more people. Because it wouldn't work. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really work. So I'm not here to... to debunk the bible or to challenge your beliefs i'm here just to think about why how things are written how things are presented 
you know, I, I, I've, I got, you know, as a kid, I would get, be really disturbed to think that, you know, an old creating being, someone who's very powerful, who par on par, I'm not even close, not even by one iota, why he would pick a fight with me or challenge me to, you know, do some of the things that we're asked to do because I'm thinking why does because uh, I did this on one of my other shows why is God needy I, I asked that question it was a three minute segment because I was curious why why an all supreme being really needs to be adored and loved in the way that it's asking to be recognized and then of course you know <clears throat> I get all kinds of responses because people go oh well you know that's man's you know Man, uh, man wrote that, and man changed it. And, you know, it's probably might be true. I don't know. I don't, I don't really. Know. I don't know anything other than what my thoughts tell me and how I process in this on this planet while I'm here as the Gee Garcia. What I know is what I know, right? We only know what we know. Now, religion could be a very beautiful thing. It could be a very magical thing for a lot of people. And you know, I'm not here to say, hey, you know, you're wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just bringing up some ideas and some facts and some things about, you know, things that I found very fascinating, very interesting. When you read, uh, when you read this, when you read these scriptures, you know, there's a lot of scriptures that have been left out according to historians. And I truly believe that. So, you know, I've, I've met a lot of people who've been involved in, in religious Christianity orders who have left the, the Christian order because just because of the the things I'm talking about, the, the blood sacrifices, especially through the Old Testament. I mean, you know what? And we hash and we and and, and sometimes on Bible school, Bible study, they're always talking about how God is a revengeful wrath of God. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Why would he be that now that we moved into the, the new version of the testament, right? The New Testament. I gave my son, you know, so you don't have to worry about all that stuff. But I just find it very contradicting, you know. I mean, that's why I have a lot of issues with, you know, religion and and I and spirituality. Also, I have I have issues with spirituality too. So don't think it's like one sided thing. So the free will. When we have, do we truly have free will? Um, yes or no? I would have to say yes or no. The illusion of free will. The illusion is that we have free will. We don't necessarily have free will we have free will in moments free will in situations that we think that we can especially when we're engaging with people i think we have more free will when we engage with other human beings mostly than when we engage with you know our creator if you believe in creator so i think when we have free will we make decisions and choices about our life and how our life is needs to be a certain way well, then it comes into the, it comes into play. There's like, we're preordained life. If God knows everything that's going to happen to us, every moment and every, every, every situation and every detail, then that's not really free will because God already knows that's going to happen. But he gives us, he gives us all these tests and all these, these, these challenges for us to make a decision to step into that, into the one specific moment in time. So that's, he's already played it out. He's already mapped it out. So it's preordained. 
our lives have a preordained versions as well. Can you change the preordained destiny? Well, if you change into the next destiny of, of your of your decision, then you're moving right into the next preordained. You've moved right into the next category, the next the next version of what you would have chose. So I'm not sure if we truly have the free will that we think we have. This free will that we that we assume that we are holding on to to make these decisions. We definitely don't have free will when it comes to people. You know, when our governments and our religious institutions make decisions for us versus us making decisions for ourselves, where's the free will there? When there's a, a when there's a group of people who are outcasted because they're different or outcasted because they don't have the numbers or because people are in power, that's called pre preordained. They've made the decision for you. You don't have no free will in that decision. The only thing, the only free will you have is how you're going to navigate now that you're in that situation. But we don't see it like that because, you know, we, we want to believe, we want to believe that, that we have some control over our lives. <clears throat> Do we? I know if I don't go to work and I don't bring in the money, you know, the electric company is going to say, hey, well, hey, man, I love you. But you got to pay your bill. I'm going to cut it off. You know, it's preordained that you have to pay your bill. You know, you've used this much, so you got to pay the bill, okay? And I can't say, well, you know, it's my free will. I don't want to pay it, you know? And they're going to say, you know, buddy, I understand. I get it. But we're just going to have to cut you off. You can go, you can put, I don't know, solar panels in your house, I guess. You want to pay, but you know. But you see what I'm saying? It's 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 kind of a funny slope. It's kind of a funny road when you think about it. When you're thinking about uh, something that is something that we've been taught that we have free will. You know, something that that we've been shared with, something that you know is in our life. Because you know. Eh, and, I, and I'm using the process, the premise here that is kind of this kind of religious topic. So don't get offended. But God's all knowing, right? God's he he's everywhere simultaneously, according to our your teachings, how we were raised. What if God just made everything and just left and went on to another planet? You know, made another planet. And we're here to fend for ourselves. Is that possible? Anything's possible. Religion only exists because people keep it alive. Ideas stay alive because people keep it alive. This is what we, we forget sometimes. You know, people forget that things, movements and creations stay alive because we keep it alive. So God knows everything that you're going to do and everything that's going to happen to you. So everything that will happen to you, but supposedly God won't interfere. So what's the point of praying? If God won't interfere in your preordained version of your life, if you have free will, you know, so it's kind of, there's some, there's some contradictions 
where, you know, they say God, you know, gives us free will to make our decisions for ourselves. And then we have to do our part by praying and, and tithing and all these different things. Now, I know not all you're going to agree with me, and that's okay. I'm not asking you to agree with me. I'm just asking you to just think about some things. If you don't like it, then change the channel and go somewhere else, right? That's kind of how it works when you don't like something. When you just don't want to hear something. But the thing is, religion is a very powerful tool. Government is a very powerful tool. The, all these tools. You know, there is, there is a sense of free will in our lives when we think that we're in control. You know, when we're driving down the road, you know, at 50 miles an hour, you know, we're in control. But what we're not in control of is someone turns out in front of us, if someone hits us, or if our tire blows. Are these preordained situations? God knows, right? God knows that this was going to happen. You know, so it's kind of funny. It's kind of interesting. Spirituality is kind of the same way in some aspect. You know, we, we have signs. Does God give us signs? I would probably have to say yes for us to understand. Do you know, like if you knew your tire was balding and going bad, then you have the signs. But if you didn't know that you were having a tie rod problem and it breaks, then you don't really have the signs, right? So I can't really fault you for that. There's just some things that break down mechanically on a car. But in spirituality, you know, when the connection with spirit, we look and we see the signs through the clouds, throwing of the bones, the smoke, the animals that cross our path. And we write stories from that. We create stories from that. And we, and we create divination, the divination of that. We create the energy and we construct the energy and we read the energy. Is it real? Can science prove that? Probably not. But it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that it's not there. There are some things that we can't explain. You know, in quantum physics, they can create two, two, um, they can put, um, you know, an electron inside of one of those cylinder things and the two things appear in two different spaces, the same exact object, you know? And I find it very fascinating, you know, that, that there's just some things we can't explain. We can actually be the observer and change things and make things happen and create. Is that free will? Was that observation? Is that preordination? Did we ordain that to happen? Or was it going to happen? Is everything happening? You know, we, 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 we throw this one statement around a lot. There's nothing new under the sun. A lot of you have said that. I've said that a lot. Because supposedly everything that has been or will be has always been and will be. So, because everything is, is uh, on the constructs of the illusion of time. Because time is this thing that we're all battling because we've created this battle. We've created this battle and this arch enemy is, this nemesis is time. Time is this thing that affects our free will. It affects our predestiny, you know, you know, are we destined? Time withers us and makes us old and breaks us down with the components of oxygen and all the different things that happen to our body. We're designed to 
fail. The system that houses the energy, like my friend Mike would say, you know, the version, the version that, you know, animates me, like he would say, that continues. And some people call that energy. Some people call that whatever they call it. You know, energy can't be destroyed. It just transmutes and changes. But like Mike would say, the version of me, and like I would say, because I say it too, this version of myself is no longer it will exist because it will only be in this timeline. But that energy that's inside me, yes, that continues. So, I mean, you can go around and you can feel like you have free will and you can make decisions for yourself. But it's like a pseudo free will. Because you truly don't have 100% free will. It's Free will is one of those choices <clears throat> that we make decisions about. It's not like we, th it's, it's like the word karma. People like to use that word karma. Bad karma, good karma. It's like bad cause and effect, good cause and effect. That's karma just means cause and effect. Something, you do something, something happens. You know, I push a car down the road, it's going to move. But whatever, whatever I decide to do, <clears throat> doesn't matter. Free will or the predestiny, the preordained. If whatever decision I make or you make and everybody makes, affects every level of things it affects all kinds of stuff all kinds of people if i make a decision not to do something that affects the people in my circle which affects the people in their circle and vice versa if i decide to do something it affects the circles it affects all this geometric shape of energy which we call circles connections so we are all connected. We are all one. This is why the, when the Native Americans would say, the indigenous people would say, all my relations, because we affect everything. Your decision, your decision to be a friend or not a friend, to break up, to fall in love, to, you know, do something that you shouldn't, you regret you did, affects every aspect and every single person on this planet. Everybody. Everybody is affected. There's not one person whose decision doesn't affect you. I tell you, you got to think bigger than what you're thinking. You know, the idea to think that what are the decisions and the words that are coming out of my mouth are not affecting somebody. Oh, yeah, they're affecting somebody. They're making somebody think about something they didn't really think about. They, didn't, they weren't even sure if that was even possible. There are things that people tell me that that they shared with me that affect my system of belief, my heart, my spirit, my soul. So if I was going to a trajectory of doing something that I was going to do, and then all of a sudden I, don't, I pull back because I don't want to do anymore because I've got, I've got this new thought in my, in my head, this new idea. And then that never happens. That creation never exists. But in the thoughts and the ideas of in creator, that's just a story that's just a page is turned. So whatever you whatever you think and whatever you do, what however you play, however you express affects everybody. Oh yeah, it does. Trust me on that. It does. Because it changes 
trajectory. It changes direction. It changes the energy. It moves the energy in a direction where it wasn't going to move before. Things are moving. You know how you're going wrong. You're going right along, just riding right along down the road, and all of a sudden, boom, the road's closed. All of a sudden, you can't go down that road, and you go, "Wow, shoot! I need to go different direction." You know, and but we'll never truly know how that affects everybody because we're not in everybody's lives in the sense of connection. So the story of me when I lost my eyesight for several months. The story is, you know, when I took the bungee cord to the eye, would that have happened if I would have gone, not gone that day, if I decided not to go, or if I decided to say, you know what, I'm not going to use a bungee cord. Was that my destiny to get whacked, whack a mold in the eye? You know, because you have to think about this, you really have to think about this deep. The decisions that I made that day, the decisions that I decided to do affected me, affected everybody around me, put everybody in a situations and circumstances they may not be comfortable to, to do. Yes. Now, was that a preordained moment in time? Was my free will, did I have free will to make that decision to go down that road? Was it my free will to use the bungee cord? Was that part of my predestiny to take one in the eye? You know, it's it, we, we, I'm sitting here, it might sound funny, but I think about that. What's the message? And you know, here's the thing. Spirituality people, people in spirituality always get hung up on stuff. Oh, what's the message? What's the message, dog? You know, what, what was that? Your eye getting hit in the eye. Are you being sick with COVID in the hospital? What, what was that? You know... Sometimes there is no message. It's just something that happened. It's just, it's an accident. You can dig deep into the storyline and I'm sure you can pull anything out of it and pull something out of it. So today, I really don't know if there really was a message for me personally when I took the bungee cord to the eyeball. If there was really a message for me, you know, in, in my culture, and, and my mom would have told me it's because I saw something I wasn't supposed to see. Now, how do I how do I translate that? How do I work that? How do I take that shamanic message from my mother? She would say, Viste algo que no tenía que ver. You saw something you weren't supposed to see. That's why your eyes burn. That's why you hurt your eye. Is that a superstition? That's their belief, right? So I'm thinking to myself, what did I see? What did I see that I wasn't supposed to see? What was it that... That affected my my vision because listen when and this goes in with preordained and free will and when 2020 came i was so pumped i was so excited i was just like here we go and i'll tell you why i was excited because i had sustained loss okay of my my mother just got over that you never really get over it, but you're in a better place. Let's put it that way. Then I lost my father. And that was detrimental. I can't even imagine what my siblings felt. All I know is how I felt. And then 2020 came and I'm going, yes, 2020 vision. I'm like, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. 
And then I ended up in the hospital with like these heart things. I felt like my heart was flipping over or whatever in February of 2020. And I, I didn't give it any thought. I'm like, I didn't know about COVID or anything. And I'm thinking to myself, what was that? They did blood tests. They tested me. That was fine. That was like solid, you know? This coffin, you know? I was like, it's really strange. But I didn't realize then, and I, maybe I can attribute that maybe I had COVID before anybody knew what it really was. But it screwed up my 2020 because then we, then we got locked down. We had a lockdown, you know? And the 2020 vision... Got you know stifled. <clears throat> got got stifled. You know, it was like something we weren't supposed to see, something we were supposed we we're not supposed to experience. But that whole experience was that preordained for all of us? <clears throat> Where was the free will there in the decision making? If creator creates mother nature, mother nature creates viruses and germs and boogaboos in the ground. Where is the free will in that? Where is the free will for us to survive and live? Oh, but that's part of life. You know, free will. No, I'm just saying. Where's the free will in that? Where is the free... This, pre, this predestined. We were, all, we were all predestined to experience this. That was our destinies. For all of us to experience this this, this thing. And I, I, I don't even want to read what I'm reading now. Because it, it like really what the CDC wrote you know what they said about they were talking about now you can have COVID and still go back to work because you don't need you don't need to be quarantined is what they said and I'm like what man we fought tooth and nail for everybody to be like quarantined and masked up and I'm thinking myself I'm thinking to myself what is going on it's like it's almost you know who gets to decide what happens to our lives so we do have some, I think, I think they go kind of hand in hand. I think the free will is to decide which, which matrix version of yourself you want to jump into to some degree. I don't know if we have full control of it as we think or how I think I want it to be, because my life would be a lot different if that was to be true. I'd be doing a lot of different things. But I find it fascinating because, you know, that's, that's that old battle. That's that old, you know, um, conversation is, do we have true free will? Or are our lives preordained by, you know, great spirit or God or whatever? Now, it's just one of those things that we just have to just kind of move through. And then, you know, then you have all the minor levels, the, the micro levels of, you know, free will and, and preordained and, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's one of those things we can talk about all night and just go round and round and round and round and round. And so it's, it's just one of the things uh, they can, can just, it can kind of just, it can spiral out of control if we're not careful. So for me, I would have to say course we'll make it about me tonight um i believe that there is levels of free will versus true actual free will 
yeah, you can quit your job and you can jump off a building and you can do whatever you want to do or whatever you think you're going to do. But your free will, regardless of what you do with your free will, your free will affects everybody. Your decision making. Your preordained life by creator. Creator has already planned out these things in your life. So you get to kind of decide, do I like to go down the path of the pre preordained version of my life or do I want to go down the path of the illusionary free will yes I called it illusionary because it's not actual true free will it's not it's not true free will because you're not free to indoctrinate your will for what's best for your life you only get to fragment pieces and parts of what's good for your life you only get to change a fraction of of that like when you want to make a stand for yourself or for others it's only a fraction because there's a point where the other person's free will see then it gets complicated does someone other of someone else's free will trump your free will because i tell you no matter what you do in life you have cause and effect karma doesn't just happen randomly karma is happening all the time your cause and effect is happening continuously every single moment now i could have gone and played futsal tonight but i didn't because i wasn't feeling up to it because i don't my body's not quite there yet but i could have gone i could have tried but my whole decision making would have been completely different this topic would never been talked about this just just having this topic that we talked about tonight has changed the whole course of lives my life your life <clears throat> in subtle ways that you will never notice or you may notice because if you know that you don't really have control then i guess you would do whatever you want to do right but that's where we throw free will in that's where religion throws free will in guess what you get to make a decision how you're going to experience your life now in spirituality we also say we get to experience how everything's in the middle the center goo you know all that stuff we get to make a decision but yet that's kind of fleeting too because you get to experience it but are you really experiencing nothing but a different versions of the offshoots of your life these little versions of your life now it may sound complicated it may sound funny it may sound weird Iggy, you don't get it you don't read the bible listen i've read the bible and i like it i love it but there's some things i don't love about it and that's normal if i have free will i have the free will to decide that you know hey god great book but i don't like it i don't like parts of your bible i don't like when you kill these people or damn these people because they didn't believe in you or because you flooded the earth and killed all these people because they were doing wrong the way i look at it as a practical thinking human being is you created them you kind of made them in your image so if you made them in your image and they're not playing out to your into your how you think it should be you know you can fill in the blanks wherever you want there you know, that's just how I th I'm thinking. 
you know, it's kind of like me being God and all of a sudden I'm going, well, these guys aren't listening to me, man. Noah, can you tell these guys to jump on the boat? Because if they don't jump on the boat, they're going to drown. You know, because if they if they're doing a bunch of crazy stuff that I don't like. But this is where everybody talks about free will. Well, they all make the decision to stay or don't stay, right? But God has already preordained that they were going to die. God already made the decision. Those who do not jump on the boat will be dead. So that's called preordained. He's already decided for them what their outcome will be. Ooh, it gets kind of deep, doesn't it? it? Gets kind of deep. Just, just like Christ too, right? His life was preordained. He knew he was going to go up on the cross. Did he have free will? The illusion is that he had a choice to make a decision to go on the cross. Did he or didn't he? Or did God show him versions and pictures and outcomes of the world where he doesn't go on the cross. So. I know this gets kind of hairy. And this kind of gets kind of weird. For a lot of us. Because we have this imagination. Of what life is supposed to be like. And most of us. Would never ask our child. To do. Or sacrifice themselves in that manner. So don't get mad at me. I'm just talking. I'm just sharing. Just things to, to dwell about, think about. If you're going to put it in practicality of wise, you know, I'm not a supreme being. I'm not a, I'm not a, an entity, a God. So I don't know what a God would think and why a God would think that way or do that way. I can only think how a human would think or how a human would feel and to be asked to do certain things or to behave in certain ways because the thing that created me wants it that way. So... I don't know. I'm so okay. We're gonna like totally shift this energy because I'm getting, it's getting kind of trippy now. And I'm okay with trippy. <laughs> like trippy topics can take us on on a whole. This could be like a three hour show, and I don't really want that. So we're gonna shift the energy. And if you missed my topics in the beginning, just play it back. It'll be on YouTube here shortly. And so subscribe on YouTube. So those of you at Iggy Garcia, it's good to be here. So, I'm going to give you some readings, okay? So, those of you who want a reading, send me a message on Messenger. Not Messenger, but here on, on the chat. If you want a reading, let me know. If not, we'll just keep moving along. So, I'll wait here and see if someone decides to um, pop in and they want a reading. Ah, so, ah, such a beautiful, you know, the mind is such a beautiful, amazing thing. The human brain is one of the most fascinating, intricate, amazing uh, inventions of creation that you could e even think about. I mean, you really think about the brain. When you think about the brain, you can create so many different worlds in there. You can create so many ideas. And so many... Uh, you can just get lost in there. Alright. Let's see. So I got Kate here. I like a reading. Okay. 
Alrighty, Kate. Get you your reading here before we sign off. I hope you guys have been enjoying this, this show. Let me know. I don't see a lot of responses. I think everybody's just kind of shocked that I took us down the religious corridors of, of uh, thought and spirituality and religion. But um, there's always going to be somebody who's going to have a better answer than mine. Probably. All right. One, two, and three. Cut. Boom. Here we go. Oh, this is funny. I'll tell you why this is funny. I picked this card yesterday for myself, and I shuffled this deck. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. I'm laughing because I picked this card, too. Eh, you got the same card I got. You got the Lynx card. Discernment. Look beyond immediate appearances <laughs> so it's about using discernment and looking beyond immediate appearances it's kind of like what we were talking about at dinner to some degree you know we were having deep conversations so Kate you got the kitty cat this cat is always on guard a little cautious he's a little bit just making sure he's looking beyond kind of like the kind of like the condor a little bit kind of has that condor look look beyond immediate appearances so basically you're running in you're gonna be running into new new acquaintances new people new friends um, new situations where everything will look really good in the front door once you step through the door, you're going to be like, ay, yay, ay. Oh, boy. Got some work to do here. So, but also when you walk through that door, what Spirit also is saying is, don't let it, don't let it fool you. Don't let it be one of those things. Just because it doesn't look like you want it to look, it could actually be a good, better thing. You have to just be able to discern from the things that you may be blinding you. <coughs> so basically just be be attentive be very attentive with your uh, your thoughts and with your when you see something come in front of you when something presents itself to you all right now hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight see if anybody else wants a reading really quick before I sign off here it looks like we're good so anyhow guys just um, it's something to ponder about something to think about you know do we have free will or are our lives preordained those of you who are connected to the religious aspects of life spirituality is a little bit different in the aspect of we, we, we read signs, we're connected, we're in touch. Uh, in religion, we're connected, but in a different way. Everything's kind of spoon-fed to us in the sense of taught to us, indoctrinated to us, and incorporated into us from uh, 
different point of view, like from a some from someone else's vantage point. And then we have to trust it and buy into it that it's that way. And so religion is one of those things that you um that you learn. You know, something you learn. And so in some spirituality you learn too, but in spirituality you you find the connections very quickly and very fast. In religion you have to constantly be studying and asking questions because it's not as personal. It's it's impersonal to the, some degree. The personal part has been taken out because something else has filled the void that you have to attach to and follow and and make sure that you're doing the right things to make sure that you are not falling from grace that you are in the right trajectory to go to heaven or or you may be going to hell you know in spirituality is not that way your hells are the things that happen in your life the things the people that you meet the people who challenge you trigger you the heaven is the knowing that you're able to connect with things that normal people don't connect to because they've been they're out of touch and out of tune with it now there are people who are religious or in tune spiritually too but they're far few in between from what i find but anyhow that's kind of where we're at i hope that you guys enjoyed the show tonight i hope that we covered a little bit and then something uh triggered and something stuck and something made you think a little bit and with that, uh, hopefully you can come tomorrow to our drum circle at Griggs Reservoir at 4 o'clock, Saturday, uh, August 13, 2022. So we're down there by the dam. We're going to be playing there for about a couple hours. If you can come drum with us, drum with us. We also have fellowship after. We hang out, have margaritas and, and tacos and stuff at the LV. El Vaquero, for those of you, the LV, so... But other than that, I think that's it, guys. And this is going to be a wrap. And I'm pretty excited that uh, you were tuned in with me. And you got to listen a little bit. And hopefully um, you're able to follow what I was trying to, you know, share with you today. And just kind of create that thinking about free will or the preordained uh, life. Because for some people, it could feel preordained. And for other people, you could feel like our free will wasn't quite hours to begin with all right uh, it's good to be here okay i will see you guys next time and i will make sure it's good to be here never forget it's always good to be here and i will see you next time on Iggy garcia live Iggy tv uh follow me on youtube subscribe to my youtube channel Iggy garcia at it's good to be here and just uh we're podcasts you can listen to me with podcasts are free all over the internet on the World Wide Web. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.